Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. And here we are. It's a Saturday night, December 2nd. Can you believe it's December already, ladies and gentlemen? The gang is all here. We're a little late, but don't hold us against it. We're, we're all fighting different issues here, but we are here. We are together. We are back. Colliders assemble. Ricky Chino, Iridium Fiera, Cresta, the star. Ladies, I missed you. What, 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 what's been going on the last month? How, how, how are things? You all been holding it down, the two-woman power trip over here? You know what? Fantastic. We have been making do. We really have. Rick, we missed you. You always hold it down for us, and we're always thinking about you. So we're super glad that all three of us are united today. I'm so excited. Let's talk about wrestling. I'm pumped. Yeah. They, they gave us a big show tonight with the uh, the three Continental Classic matchups that we had tonight. Uh, Brody King and Claudio Castagnoli starting the night off right. And then we had Eddie Kingston and Brian Danielson ending the night right. And then there was a lot of stuff that happened in the middle. We're going to dive through all of it here tonight here on the AEW Collision Show here on the Fightful YouTube channel. Do us a favor, though. Give us Give us a thumbs up on this video you have no idea how important that is for driving up our audience right if y'all like it that means that you know youtube's gonna tell other people hey you might like this so all 146 of you if you just move your mouse give us that little click oh my goodness that'll help us out tremendously also make sure make sure uh to get in your humper chats and your super chats uh throughout the entirety of the program we will read every single one of them i promise all right Drew in the chat. He will. He is moderating things. He will stay on my ass and make sure I read every single one of these damn things before we get out of here tonight. Um, let's just go ahead and, and dive right into it here, ladies. We open up the show. Blue League Continental Classic matchup. Brody King, Claudio Castagnoli. I'll qualify this as a meat division matchup here tonight. These two dudes brought the beef. And I love how this one this one started out with the, with neither one of these guys backing down, neither one of these guys able to bring the other one down. Eventually, Brody King was able to to win that battle early. Um, I don't know if y'all have stood next to Claudio Castagnoli, but I have. That is a very very large man. Brody King makes Claudio Castagnoli look like you know a 
not a child, but at least a teenager, right? Like Brody is, is, is gigantic. Uh, and I love the back and forth of this. And I really loved commentary early on mentioning that Brody has never been pinned or submitted in singles competition, which makes him a very big threat for this tournament. And if you didn't think he was a threat to win this some bitch before this match afterwards, absolutely. I love how Claudio who pound for pound is the, the strongest dude in wrestling. He's able to get toss this man up in the air, give the big fella the uppercut, follows it up with the swing, doesn't get the win, but Brody hits the pile driver for a two, picks him up, Lariat to finish him off. Brody King gets the win. He gets the three points. He's up to six already. I love how this tournament's shaking out where you got Swerve, who's got six points. Now you've got Brody King, who's got six points. Iridian, there is a lot, a lot to like about this tonight. Yeah, this was, I feel like, a great opener for the show tonight. I was super excited to see Claudio and Brody. I have stood next to both of these men and can confirm that they are giants, okay? <laughs> these guys are massive. So immediately before the match started, I'm like, all right, I don't care who wins. I just know that I'm going to need to see more of them in the future, you know, fighting each other. So when Claudio threw up Brody into the air for yeah. that uppercut, oh, my God, that was so I lost good. It. I flipped it. Yeah. So good. And then he still swung him. First of all, ridiculous. Embarrassing for Brody, right? But how much fun also. I feel like I would like to be like swung. I think that's so much fun. <laughs> that's so funny. No, ma'am. That's funny. I think it would be a great time. Claudio, the speed that he could get on that, insane, right? So just insane. I really, really loved this match. And when the chart comes up, right, with all of those numbers, honestly, someone else doing the math because I'm not going to be able to do it. I feel like it's Sudoku. I'm not good at that. So at the end, just tell me the numbers because it's hard for me to follow along. So when all these numbers are popping up, I don't know if it's confusing for you, Cresta, but it's not It's not it for me. I mean, I don't mind this, like, round robin G1 sort of um... – Ultimate X tournament situation. Also, guys, I apologize if my voice is hoarse. I went to House of Glory last night. I was yelling, Matt Car fuck Matt Cardona, like everybody else. So my apologies. Um, I agree with what Rick said, too. In my notes, I literally wrote, this is a beef match, just a lean beef match. <laughs> like, it was a for pound for pound for these two trying to knock each other down. Could not believe it. Also, could not believe Claudio actually got the swing on Brody. Going into this match, I was like, who going to take this pin? Who? We, we getting off this cloud because who who going to take this pin? I, I thought this was – this had draw written all over it to me. Like, yeah. I thought this was going to be the first draw of the tournament. And then when Brody got it, I was Same. thrilled. Absolutely Same. thrilled because I'm hoping – like, when this thing got put together – First off, once I figured out the rules of it, I'm like, okay, if I just if I just envision this like it's the World Cup, like I got it. All right. Like I, I can figure that out with the point system and the ranking and all that stuff. So, but right now, the fact that you got three guys that had the six points, and yet one of them's John Moxley, duh, right? He he's he's a favor for this. But the fact that they are elevating Swerve Strickland, Swerve beating Jay White on Wednesday. Now you get Brody King, who I've looked at this guy who's kind of been you know, yeah, the House of Black is great, but I've been looking at the, all three of those dudes like, can we, like, get those guys doing some singles type stuff yeah. and, like, really, really elevate them? That's what I wanted to see out of this, and I love how commentary put him over early, and then he goes out and he beats Claudio. Like, I was shocked that that happened, but at the same time, I was very happy that that happened. Before I forget, Iridia, are you, are you crazy? Do I want to take a swing from Claudio Castagnoli? Well, Hell maybe, no. Well, maybe I get dizzy. Right? 
I get dizzy when my daughter wants to do si do in the living room. You think I want that man chucking my big ass around a ring? Hell to the nah. He doesn't have to go like 10, 20 swings, right? He could do like three or four. He could do like I think that would stretch three your spine. Three and I'm out. That'd be a good spine stretcher. You'd be dizzy, but I think you'll be well adjusted. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm sure it's years of practice, but I don't know how that man is not falling over every single time that he does it. It's one of the more impressive moves in, in all of professional wrestling. So, uh, again, this was a really, really strong opener. And it sets up an in- interesting matchup next week because we're getting Claudio versus Eddie next week, uh, which is a big matchup for both of these guys <laughs> as we're trying to make through. We'll talk about Eddie uh, coming up here in a little bit. Uh, make sure to get uh, your Super Chats in, guys, and your Humper Chats. We'll be reading them throughout the entirety of the show. Uh, we will start with Adelita Chamberlain. Thank you guys so much. Been a member for 10 months now. Thank you. Really, really appreciate the support. Uh, hello to the badass panel. Damn right. Uh, there were some great matches tonight. Really enjoying the C2. Cannot wait for Kenny Omega and Ethan Page next week. Oh, yes. Just give us all the Canadian matchups that we can possibly get next week. We'll talk about all that. If I was Chris Jericho, I'd be upset. I was left out of the conversation of the Canadians. If I was Christian Cage, oh, I'm asking where everyone's dad is doing. How are you going to leave me out of the Canadian conversation? Well, I, I mean, he, he and Edge, like, that's where I was wondering. We'll talk about it. But that's where I was wondering where he was going at first because I'm like, well, well, you got freaking Adam Copeland and, and Christian Cage who are already wrestling each other. So what Canadian are you? There's plenty of them in AEW, yeah. right? Like, are you going to challenge Renee? Like, what's what's going on here? Where you going with this? Uh, you don't want it with Renee. She'll beat you up, bro. I heard stories. He don't want up. that smoke. No, absolutely. He does not want that smoke. Uh, after this opening contest here tonight, we we get the replay of the the Moxley promo from this week. And damn it, man, there is. And I'm not just saying this because we're both Cincinnati guys. But there may not be a better promo in all of wrestling because every time Mox opens his mouth, it is just authentic. And it is just what he's feeling at the time and how he can relate to real life. Like the feeling I got, and, and not to not to bring up old shit, but like the feeling I got listening to Mox cut that promo is the feeling that I wanted out of CM Punk on Monday where he really described why he came back to WWE instead of saying, oh, I'm home and this is where I've always meant to be. Bullshit. I ain't buying it. I bought every single word Iridian of what John Moxley said tonight. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. When he was like, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I said, same. I, okay? felt, I feel that. <laughs> feel that. Same, sir. That I ain't been healthy in four years myself. He needs a vacation. John Moxley yes. has really run AEW for years now, right? And that man just needs a break. Orange Cassidy also needs a break. But every word that John Moxley was saying, absolutely, I was there. I believed it. And he's like, I'm just going to get out of this the same way I get out of everything. I'm going to wrestle. And I'm like, yes, amen. You know, he was giving preacher vibes today, and I was here for it. I will say that it also gives, I feel like everyone at some point in AEW is going to give the I'm old, I'm beat up, I'm sick, I work with children promo in some way, shape, or form. And I'm not even mad at it because I, I agree with Iridian. John Moxie and Orange Cassie especially need to take a vacation. Like, force them to take holiday, bro. Like, you have done so much. These two men in particular have done so much for AEW. So I believe when he said, yo, I can't even enjoy, like you said, I can't even enjoy Dosi Dota with your daughter. He can't enjoy Dosi Dota with his daughter because he's so beat up. Poor guy. Poor guy. But at the same time, whoever you're going to fight next, I feel bad for him. Yeah, and, and, like, you guys are talking about everything he's done for AEW. 
He's also going over to wrestling in Japan. He, yes. He's helping out with, you know, Revolver and wrestling matches there. So, I mean, like, there's literally no stop for this guy. He is constantly going, going, going. And, oh, yeah, by the way, he's got a two, two or three-year-old at home that he's also raising at the same time. So there ain't no rest there. Trust me, I can attest. Ain't no rest there whatsoever. Uh, so, yeah, it would be nice uh, for this man to to take some time off. It might be the best thing for him, but also he lives for this shit. So also, like, I'm watching this man cut this promo tonight, and I, I couldn't help, and, and I love him. Like, this isn't a shot at him, but I'm sitting there, and I'm going, damn, how old is he now? And I look it up, and I'm like, he's only 37. He looks 47. <laughs> right now the way that he's been going the last the last four years like this man needs a break i'm with you Iridium, 100 this man needs a break he needs to go fishing he problem is he he don't like anything but 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 wrestling like that's all he likes and you know what that's the thing too because tony could be like all right mox orange it's time for you guys to take a break darby it's time for you guys to take a break but if they're like no nah, don't want to i want to keep wrestling what is he gonna do who, you can't tell them, you can't stop them. So, yeah. And even if he says, no, you can't wrestle in AEW, all right, I'll see you in GCW. Yeah, exactly. I'll see you in Revolver. I'll, I'll see you I'm going to get a light tube shoved up my ass because that's what I really want to do with my life. <laughs> and you won't let me do it on TV. I'm sick of you. <laughs> get a pizza cutter to my forehead because that sounds like a good Saturday night. Uh, wrestling wind down saying, uh, Iridian's makeup giving... Uh, spooky Julia vibes tonight. Spooky Julia vibes. I, uh, looks great. I don't, you know. I'm waiting. Spooky vibes. I'm waiting to be recruited. So she's got to notice me. All right. I need to be in well, the make, part. Well, just turn off all your lights and then oh. just see if she shows up. You and know? see her name three times. I was thinking the same thing. Please get out of my head, Charles. <laughs> you shut right off all there, the lights. Right? Yeah, right. Speaking of spooky, we get Abaddon tonight. Abaddon against Kiara Hogan, not the 920 slot, the 820 slot tonight. I popped, but then I realized <laughs> this was the only women's match we were getting. I was mad, but they said standby matches, but I had to be real with myself. So I knew this was the only match that she was getting. Yeah, no women on the standby matches either. Although the standby match that we got tonight wasn't bad at all. Uh, it, you know, it was just chucked in there because that's what a standby match is. But hey, there was a, there was some substantial women's segments tonight. And again, we'll, we'll get to those because Tony Storm is the best thing on television, just not in professional wrestling, period. End of story. Uh, but this was a tough spot. This is the cool down spot because we get the, the the hot opening between Brody and Claudio. And then it's like, all right, ladies, go follow that up. Uh, we get Abaddon. We get Kira Hogan. Always nice to see Kira out there. But this was all set up for Abaddon to shine. She gets the win. She's got such a unique look, a presence about her. I love the way that she moves. Everything she does is just different. You know, all, she's got the a DDT for a finisher, but the way that she sets up the Black Dahlia, it's so cool. I love everything that she she has put together with this character. She's done a great job of getting in better shape over the last few years. It's nice to see her on television more, showcasing more. After she gets the win, Iridian, uh, your soul sister, Julia Hart, shows up, and now we got we got a TBS championship program, it looks like. Yes. Quick correction. Abaddon goes by they. Uh, they, uh, them. Apologies. Uh, no, we 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 live in we, we foster a loving situation because yes. we all make mistakes. It all happens. Love it here. We did it like a two, three weeks ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. So Kiera's shotgun drop kick, fantastic right off the bat. Abaddon just has a 
such a look to them, such a presence on television. You really can't take your eyes off of them. And it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. And they're so different. So they are just fantastic to watch. I really, really love to see it. Very intimidating, also very scary. And then Julia coming out was also like, oh my God, what's going to happen? I didn't expect Abaddon to be in the House of Heart, but it makes absolute sense. Yes, yes. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, why are we putting two equally spooky bad bitches against mm. each other? Mm. We like, every group needs a mean leader and a mean they, them. And it's right here. <laughs> They're right there. They're right there. You've, you've got it. You've got it. And I think, Honestly, Abaddon and the House of Heart would be a fantastic enforcer. Because let's say Willow decides she wants to be on the good side. Willow versus Abaddon would hump. Oh, my God. Oh, my. Big, meaty people slapping meat. I don't care. The meat division is genderless. Slap the meat. Slap it. Slap that meat. Slap that meat. Well, maybe we get a Blackpool Combat Club situation here where these two beat the hell out of each other. They bleed with one another and then they go and they join forces here. Look at you putting the stories together. Love to see it. That's what I, I wouldn't do. hate that. I wouldn't hate that. I'm a storyteller, you know? It's, it, it's, <laughs> it's what I do. Uh, Bizarro Big L with the Humper Chat. Rick! Sorry, had to do it. He put it in all caps. Uh, he says, uh, happy uh, Canada's Gone's Day. A uh, couple of upsets tonight. Was not expecting the Brody win, uh, but fear the Barks. The Barks, uh, you know, as a Cincinnati fan, you know, I'm not a fan of the Barks, but whatever. Uh, apparently me, Brody, and Claudio are all six foot five big boys. Uh, Cresta, guess you got to wear the Hob shirt for both of us. Uh, bring oh, I can't the wait for it to come in i ordered it so we're we're now we're all waiting on aew i need y'all to know for three weeks straight i'm gonna wear that big black and japanese come to show like this <laughs> not the three weeks straight <laughs> i don't care i don't care this is gonna be me every time like Crystal, why are you sitting like that <laughs> uh speaking of uh dudes with rick and their name screaming uh we get roderick strong who comes down uh, who interrupts Samoa Joe, actually. So first off, he interrupts Samoa Joe, tells him he's walking into a trap. He, Even though it was Samoa Joe who damn near ended this man's career twice, he says, well, now, since you're good friends with my friend Adam Cole, we are now best friends by proxy. And I'm telling you, MJF is the devil. You are walking into a trap. He spouts all of his nonsense. And I love Samoa Joe, Aridian, because he just laughs at this man and walks away. It's literally insane. The fact that Roderick Strong only yells the first name of everybody. So he literally said, Samoa! Joe. Like, <laughs> I'm so sick of him. I'm so sick of him. First up, hold on. Did you see the, um, did you guys see the the teaser for Roderick on Hey EW with, with um, yes, RJ yes. City? Oh my God. It's so good. If That's you guys the best show on YouTube or whatever it is. Like no disrespect to our own, but holy hell fantastic stuff the way that rj city is just so clever and the fact that they integrated that like adam and the wordplay of adam into it yes. it's so good so if, if you, you haven't seen it go out of your after we're off the air go out of it. your yeah. way to, to find it it's it's out on the the twitterverse or on x or, or whatever it is but um yeah i i look i don't at this point i i don't know who the damn devil is uh i do believe after what we saw on on wednesday that wardlow is involved in some way shape or form because you just can't hide that big body uh in, in a black sweater or a black turtleneck and you know then have his hair be all messy you know after for, for his match after that segment not make me think that he's part of this but 
doesn't necessarily mean that he is the devil. I'm still holding out hope that it's Adam Cole. They are really dragging this thing out. It could be a lot of different people, but I love that Roderick here, Cresta, is staying truthful. He don't care. He don't care that MJF got attacked this week. He still thinks it's MJF. And Bully Ray even talked about this. This is the old aces and eights thing. Bully Ray got his own ass kicked by his own dudes to throw people off before he was unveiled as the leader of aces and eights. I had said this earlier on Grab City, and please take this with a grain of salt or run with me. <laughs> what if it's CM Punk and he's pulling rude and he's working both well, shots? I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I'm peddling. <laughs> First, you want to wear the big black and jack t shirt <laughs> for three weeks. Now you're saying CM Punk is the devil, ma'am. <laughs> Try not I to make me it. laugh too much here, guys. All right, I'm fine. I'm, I'm, I'm a little hurt. I'll listen, I'll, I will peddle this conspiracy theory. Like, what if, what if they said the superpowers unite and we're all. <laughs> And this is the forbidden door. <laughs> this is the true forbidden door. Oh. <laughs> he said, "I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money." <laughs> I mean, hey, we're all we're all collecting multiple paychecks, so I can't see him punk Honestly, honestly, I don't know who it could be. I want to say realistically, for whatever reason, it might be Jungle Boy Jack Perry. This is how we inter integrate him back in there. I don't know who it is, but then again, when I think about it too much, all I keep coming back is the CM Punk because outwork everybody. Christian Cage, you got got. You got to be better than me. I don't know. I don't care what she told Iridian at that at that radio station in Chicago. I want it to be Britt Baker. So, <laughs> it's Brit, it's so damn badly. Not her. She needs to be in the group. Okay, it's got to be Adam. It's got to be Roddy. The rest of the kingdom. Britt. Kyle. 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 Jack Perry, literally everybody who's ever had a beef with MJF, put him in there. Twenty seven. Yeah. All right, that's every. We, that's the whole roster. We we <laughs> need the we need the devil unmasking to be on Dynamite December twenty seventh, the last Wednesday of the year, and it be Britt Baker, so she can actually cut a promo on Dynamite in front of a live crowd and have it be one of the most substantial ones of the entire damn year. And I know that would not make any sense because there's literally a pay-per-view three days later, but I don't give a crap. All right. I, I, that, that's terrible timing, but still, uh, I want it to be her. I want her to be involved in some way, shape or form. Um, regardless of what they're doing here, you know, whether they're stringing it out for Adam Cole to come along, I love a good whodunit. Like I'm, I'm all in. I'm all entrenched on this. I want more devil on the screen. I want more clues. I want to dive into it. it makes you know, it, it gives me the, yeah. the Bray Wyatt vibes here, where I'm trying to figure shit out, and uh, I, I love it. It keeps me, it keeps me going. It keeps me young. It keeps me guessing. Who did? We get, who done? We get Daniel Garcia tonight versus Andrade El Idolo with CJ Perry for a little bit. And yes, I know it's it's Idolo, but you know. I got I got I got shout out to Ian Riccoboni anytime I can. Uh, we get CJ Perry for a hot second. She leaves per the rules of the tournament. Although Daddy Magic is smart. Daddy Magic hops on the commentary table. Ain't nothing about that. And I loved the element that he brought to this match on the commentary table, Iridian, because like he just the whole story of this match was can Daniel Garcia take this seriously enough to finally get this big win that has been eluding him ever since he's gone on his own and i like daddy magic rooting for him to pull that off and he was genuinely pissed off when it didn't happen i thought this one like all three of the the continental classic matches that we got tonight i thought this was really good unfortunately i had to go back and watch the ending of this match again 
because the camera angle was off. I'm like, how the hell did Daniel Garcia go from having the sharpshooter locked in to, oh, now he's eating a DDT and he's losing. And I barely caught it there because they cut back to, to, to daddy on the commentary table. And then they cut back. Like it was really, really weird camera work. just poorly timed there. But Daniel, for those who missed it, Daniel gets overzealous because he goes to wrench back on the sharpshooter. And that allowed Andrade to kind of do this like swim move as I knock my lamp over here to do this swim move where he wraps his arm around Danny's neck to break the hold. And then he gets up and he puts him into the DDT. So that was a really, really nice finish. Just they didn't capture all of it. Um, Nice win for Andrade. Great showing for Daniel Garcia. But Iridium, when's this man going to get this big win that's eluding him? This is a man who beat Daniel Garcia. Now he can't beat nobody. That's so crazy. I I honestly don't know. You know, Danny Garcia, I feel like, is going to shine in this tournament. I don't think he's going to win, but he's definitely going to. He better beat somebody. He's got to beat no points. Right? I don't know. It's not tonight. No points. It wasn't tonight. I feel so bad for him. And you know what, Daddy Magic on commentary, I thought it was a really, really nice touch because you saw a deeper side of their friendship. He was like, I'm not mad that Danny dances. He can dance in his entrance. He can dance Aww. after he wins. But when the bell rings, like I need him to be serious. So I was like, okay, I make sense, right? Makes sense. He just wants really in the end of the day, what's best for Danny Garcia. And we saw that Danny didn't dance this time and he still lost. So yeah. he needs to dance. He needs to dance. That's what I got out of that. Footloose. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't, I'm going to say something hot. I've been saying hot takes all day. So mm. I think Danny Garcia goes zero this whole tournament. <gasps> no wins? But hear me out. Here's the reason why. I think it's about time he becomes a professional wrestler and not a sports entertainer. And mm. I think that is when the shift will be and he'll get back to his winning ways. And it's nothing against Daddy Magic, which honestly... Gold on commentary. Him and Nigel McGinnis out of this world tonight. Nigel McGinnis was acting up. I have a note for later. I got to make sure I write it down because, yo, Nigel McGinnis was on one. But I think, honestly, Garcia goes goose egg this whole tournament. And it really makes him be like, yo, bro, I got to give up even this. And I really need to be a professional wrestler. Because that's when he beat Brian, Daniel Bryanson. That's when he was giving it, I feel like, his all. It would make sense. It would suck. It would suck, but somebody, somebody got, somebody got to go Brian Myers 0 and 47. You know what I mean? So somebody got to do it. And I, I mean, think who's he beating? Is he going to beat Brian Danielson? Come on now. Probably not. Is he going to beat Brody King? Come on I now. Hell to the no. And, and honestly, he may not even get to wrestle Eddie Kingston because they might both go over and both be out before they even face one another. Come on. And Eddie Kingston, the, that should have been a draw, but I digress. I will we'll wait talk till about we get it. We'll get there. We'll get there. Don't get ahead of yourself. But I do. I do think you're right. I think there is going to be. There's. There has the. They're building towards something with him. They're obviously yeah. they're telling a story here where the guy is good, but for some reason he just can't get over the hump. He's got to find out whatever that is that's going to be able to get him over the hump. By the way, shout out to Andrade for the Super Three Amigos. I really, yes, really enjoyed that. That was great. Uh, Andrade is just absolutely yoked the, that dude has the widest shoulders of anybody outside of somebody who plays in the nfl and it's uh it, it's great to watch this dude uh watch this dude work speaking of meat division krista we are getting willie mack and wardlow next week i love <laughs> meat i love meat so much i'm gonna get gout 
I, I got a I got a Boston butt roasting upstairs as we speak right now. That's that's yeah. That's that's I where I'm at. I don't know what that meat. means, but that sounds But okay, good it's for you. It's a pork right? shoulder. It's a pork sholdered. Jesus oh, I don't Come pork. Jesus Christ! Come on, watch the food network, alaikum. I apologize. I don't eat pork. Oh Jesus, Karimani! Oh. Uh, we got uh, some more super chats uh, from uh, um, Adelina Chamberlain. Sorry, I almost mispronounced your name. I think uh, Daniel beats whoever uh, he gets in his uh, last match to finally get a big win. I don't like. So, can somebody explain to me? Because I've been in and out. I've had some things going on the last couple of weeks. When do people get eliminated? Is it after three matches? Like or after certain points? Is there like a mathematically eliminated thing? Because will Danny get to face Eddie Kingston? Will there be an Ofer uh, matchup here? Because I don't think Eddie's beating Claudio next week. I'd be surprised. But uh, again, we'll talk about him. That's a great question, Rick. Um, like I said <laughs> earlier, look when that chart goes up, I start doing Sudoku. So. <laughs> It doesn't matter. It doesn't mean anything. Like I can't get it. I'm so sorry. Somebody explain it in the comments. Send a super yeah, send chat. a super chat, please. Yep. Um, you're, you're I got in. you guys. Normally, if you was to go one on one with a wrestler, you got a 50 percent chance to win. <laughs> All right. Look. No math. No more math for me. All right. Like. Okay. So, side note. Shameless plug. I started writing for Sports Illustrated this week, covering the Cincinnati Reds. Right. Um, I love covering professional wrestling and I'm so happy. I get to cover pro baseball now. Um, there's one thing I hate about it though. Uh, I suck at math and there is so much math in baseball and baseball math is worse than regular math. And I, and I hate it. Uh, but I got to like, it's something I have to do now. And it's just a pain in my ass. Uh, we get the kingdom making their way down to the ring tonight. Roderick strong, uh, dedicates the match. Against the Iron Savages to Adam, <laughs> uh, and uh, the boys go out to neck the halls. The, wait, can we talk about commentary. The moment they said neck the halls, I lost it, and they kept saying it. I well, tuned out. It was it was Roderick who said it first. Mm. Roderick was the one who, who dropped it first, and then commentary picked it up. So yeah, neck the halls, baby, let's go. And that's exactly what the Kingdom did. Uh, there was a spot here where Bear Boulder he was shaking those hips and missing those flips, and that's what gave the Kingdom the opening. Uh, they needed to to spike Bear Bronson uh, to get the win in this one. This was a fun little matchup. Again, Roderick is the star here. He's celebrating the win by screaming Adam all the way up the ramp here. Ridian, what'd you think of this one? Oh man, it was two minutes long. I feel like I know. Whole... it was fun though. It's a fun two minutes. It was, it was fun. Not yeah, everything has to be a marathon. There could be some fun it's, sprints. It's crazy because like I can't really tell you like what happened in ring, but I can tell you the promo. I can tell you what happened on the ramp. I can tell you what happened on commentary. But like, all right, the kingdom won, and then Roddy goes in there, does his little move with the power of his neck, and then he, <laughs> and then he's done for the day. So. You know what I will tell you? I wrote down that Matt Taven was flying in that ring. Good for him. 10 out of 10 for Matt Taven tonight. In the two minutes, he was there. I mean, I don't have any notes. The Iron <laughs> Savages didn't even get an intro. So when they said they were wrestling, I'm like, who are they wrestling? And they pointed to the Iron Savages. I was like, oh. you lucky that I've written your names a bunch of times or else I wouldn't have known that you were bare bold. You are a meat connoisseur, so you knew exactly who the Iron Savages were. Don't call me out like this in public, Rick. <laughs> I'm a woman of the cloth. It may be a napkin, but a cloth nonetheless. All right. Sweet, sweet 
lord uh we got a uh humper chat here from kandaria kandariano hopefully i'm saying that correctly uh i want you to bring this into existence sean okay so this is a message to sean uh he's a little sore after uh getting his ass he got his ass whooped uh usually he's getting his ass whooped on twitter today he literally got his ass whooped uh but they want Sean to work on this. What if the devil is Richard Holiday and Alex Hammerstone? Uh, AEW has never shied away from uh, from using a wrestler's past. After hearing Holiday's story, I really want him uh, to have his big break. MJF uh, has never really uh, had friends. Yeah, uh, this one was a, a little hard to to read, but um, yeah, I don't know. Look, like I said earlier, guys, this could literally be anybody. Like. At, at, at this point i don't know you could surprise me could it be hot are they free agents i know hammerstone like requested his his release did he actually get it i don't i don't know what the status of those guys are it's hard We're to not keep the up scoop, with guys you gotta ask that to sean. I mean, that's why they said directly to sean yeah, yeah all <laughs> right well, well what once sean is conscious again uh <laughs> we'll 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 get him on that he uh, went through a a table today so. i heard it was a door more it might have been yeah it might have been a door He's he's struggling tonight. All right. He he play. went through a big piece of wood. And speaking of which, is your sex life stuck in developmental? Well, get ready for a call up with BlueChew.com and the code FIFL. Same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but how about this? No awkward in person visits. No trips to the pharmacy. It ships straight to your door in a discreet package. But let me tell you, Mother's Day is almost here. And you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried and true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Your package is not going to be discreet when you use Blue Chew and the code Fightful. Helps to give you that confidence, that performance to take you straight to the main event, if you know what I'm saying. When approved online by one of our physicians, it just arrives straight to your door. You're not going to have people nosing around with what you're doing. And right now, you get your first shipment free when you use the code Fightful. Go straight to the top, if you know what I mean. Memorable performance. High spot, you know, whatever other innu innuendos you can think of, bluechew.com and the code Fightful.
Rick, I hate you. Sean is an icon, right? Sean is an icon. He went Uh, through the door for this. Yes. Look, if you, I mean, never mind. Anyway, well, speaking of uh, staying with the innuendos here, we got a super chat from C4. And he says, still watching Collision, but I had to say that Claudio and Brody humped so hard. Uh, Wrestling Wind Down says, oh my God, Cresta is truly in her comedy bag tonight. L O L. Bizarro Big L with another humper chat. Roddy is the boy who cried wolf, but who will listen? I still need a kingdom shirt of Roddy and his two dads in their portrait photo. Uh, And a direct message to Cresta. uh, Phil messed up my story earlier. The woman was not hypothetical. Maybe I should have explained uh, she was black first. Uh, You're going to have to fill me in on on that one. I I don't know. Were you too tired to remember what what he was talking about earlier? (laughs) I'll be real with you, Chief. I don't even remember what you were talking about. all I do is get on the internet and lie. So I digress. I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't remember. So it's fine, Bizarro. You always come out to the shows. You're a real one. Phil being a liar. We're going to go with it. So, and thank, you know. Thanks for the chats, guys. Keep on yes. sending them. We're having a good time tonight. Keep We're having on. a good time. Thank you, guys. Keep on keeping on. We get Ethan Page on TV tonight, which was a very, very pleasant surprise. Uh, he is absolutely right in the fact that he is in the best shape of his life. This dude who's been putting photos out on social media is absolutely yoked and he's still looking thin. He's looking healthy. He's looking good. And he is ready to be the king of Canada. And he challenges Kenny Omega to a match next week. And Kenny Omega on Twitter or X, whatever the hell you want to call it, (laughs) gladly accepted Iridian. So let's effing go. The moment that Ethan Page said Kenny Omega's name, I yelled. I was like, oh, my God, what is happening? He said Kenny Omega, the Kenny Omega. Okay. Hey, really, Bob Omega. That's ridiculous. I really, <laughs> I really thought he was going to say Chris Jericho. Me and too. Me too. I, was I think a little, he's in Vietnam right now or somewhere. He's so. somewhere. But he's yeah, a, he, he, yeah. we I mean, we're all yeah. somewhere. But. Yes. <laughs> I was like, all right, going straight to the top then. I mean, not you know, Jericho's up there too, but like Kenny Omega is the top so this is going to be very interesting and i feel like ethan is really making the most of what he has right because he's not on tv but he's like hey i'm still gonna work on myself i'm still gonna you know make myself a star so shout outs to him because that is tough and he looks great he's in one of the best shape of his life so this match is gonna be fantastic i'm so excited for it sadly i am also in the best shape of my life right now but krista what are are you thinking about this matchup because i don't think that I don't think Ethan's going to win this, but it's still a great spot for him. I have to tell you that when I think of Canadian wrestlers, and this is nothing against Canadian wrestlers, I don't even put Kenny Omega in that category because Kenny Omega is a wrestling god, bro. To to me, to me, kind of like Brian Tim. When people say, oh, who's like one of the best NA America wrestlers? I don't think of Daniel because he's like omnipresent. He's like a wrestling god. So when he said Kenny Omega, I was like, Kenneth Deshaun Omega, Mr. I Hear My Battle Cry Omega. Oh, yes. I can't wait. I cannot wait. I think it'll be a good match, and I think it'll be a great way to display and showcase Ethan Page, who doesn't get enough credit. I was talking about this earlier again, and I'll say it now. I miss the North. 
Maybe I missed the time when there was the North versus the Grizzled Young Veterans. So I'm always excited to see Ethan Page, whether it be serious or stupid, karate man stupid. I think it's great. And I want him to get the shot again. I think Kenny Omega going to beat him up. <laughs> that's, that's just what it is. Kenny Omega going to beat him up. But it's going to be a great match. And hopefully, like, what happened with the Workhorseman versus FTR, more people will pay attention to Ethan Page. He's a fantastic wrestler. Yeah. Um. Maybe I shouldn't admit this. I always forget that Kenny's Canadian. Same, so, same. What? Yeah, so, like, he's sitting there talking about Canadian royalty. I'm like... Well, okay. If it ain't Jericho, who the hell is it going to be? Alexander. Literally, you guys mentioned uh, Adam Copeland and uh, and Christian too. Those names didn't pop up. I heard Canada. I heard Chris Jericho. Yeah, same. I'm from Winnipeg. You idiot. Like, is he gonna wrestle a jar of maple syrup? Like, what are we doing? Like, what's going on? You know what? He'd make it work. If Ethan Page had to wrestle a jar of maple syrup, he'd make that shit work. Uh, we get House of Black versus uh, Christopher Daniels and Matt Seidel uh, here tonight. This was a fun little back and forth. I, when when these two dudes came out, because I don't get to check out Ring of Honor a whole lot, so I, I appreciate uh, commentary putting over the fact that they have actually wrestled 12 matches together now uh, over Ring of Honor and that this wasn't just like some group that's been been thrown together. I was expecting this to be kind of a wham, bam, let me kick you in the face and, and this uh-huh. over. It wasn't. This was actually a, a, a pretty good back and forth. They put a, the commercial break in there, so it got two segments. It kind of built Seidel and Daniels up to look like a credible team. Malachi ends up getting the dub with the with the big kick to the face. It's not called the Black Mass anymore. What's it called? Is it called the end? Or I, I can never remember. But Black Mass is what sticks in my head. If AEW can tweet out tonight and actually say that it was Buddy Murphy uh, who was wrestling in this match tonight instead of Buddy Matthews, all right, I can call it the damn black mask. Anyway, after the match, Iridian, we get FTR that comes down for a confrontation. They fall right into Malachi's trap. I loved, I loved Buddy holding down Dax while Malachi lifts, lift Cash up with that big foot of his, kicks his head off. Dax gets his head kicked off later and proved them right. Nobody comes down to save these men. Why do they have no friends, Iridian? Nobody coming down. Not even Adam Copeland. They're they're, they're like their brother from another mother can come down and save this man. Sad, sad for FTR. This was very anticlimactic on all ends, right? Nobody, nobody came to help out FTR. The lights going out. I thought something bigger was gonna happen, and then just FTR's music hits. I was like, oh, okay, I guess nothing exciting about that, and. The match, it was fine. I love Matt Seidel. Fantastic in the ring. He's so, so good. I think him and Buddy were matched up really, really well because they're both high flyers and they're both quick. So I thought that was good. But the fact that nobody came to help out FTR, I was just like, okay, so you just went out to get beat up. Unexciting. <laughs> and they didn't even get to talk. Like they, just, they just came down and stood there and then got their asses whooped, Crested. I mean, if I'm being honest with you, I'm going to just tell you my notes because I got like four of them. Malachi Black versus Christopher Daniels in his prime. I would have loved to see that match. I think that I didn't know I wanted that, but now I see it. There's a lot in them that they say that are the same. Matt Seidel, AJ Styles, and um, I always get Matt Seidel confused. It's Chris Saban and who's the other person in Motor City Machine Guns whose name is escaping me right now. Is it? Uh, Shelly? It's not Shelly? Alex Shelly, yes. Matt Seidel, Alex Shelley, and um, AJ Styles, I feel, are some of the most unsung heroes because they put this over on commentary that a lot of the, your favorite moves 
come from Matt Seidel. Yeah. And a lot of Matt Seidel's favorite moves come from Alex Shelley. You know what I mean? So I want to put that over really quickly. That being said, House of Black, Malachi Black ain't lie. You, FTR, you kind of gatekept the tag titles. Who would come down for you? If I was a tag team, why would I come down? Yeah, you made me better, but you also slapped my nipples off for 20 minutes. I'm not coming down. I'm not helping you. I mean, Adam Copeland got his own problems with Christian Cage talking about his dad every five fucking se- I mean, every five seconds. You know what I mean? So. Hey, if Adam Copeland can say fuck on, on TNT, you're fine, Krista. Don't worry about it. All right. Well, then FFF. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so, like, I, I, it, to me, it makes sense. Why would anyone come down for you? Unfortunately, as good as you guys are, you beat up the entire tag division. Everybody. 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 Everyone. Sorry, like, he may be a lot of things. He's kind of a liar, but he's not really a liar in that situation. It's like the MJF situation. Yeah, you're good guys now, but at what cost? I The North remembers. No one's helping you, bro. Top guys laid out uh, yeah. tonight. Let's move on to the best thing on the entire show tonight, which was Tony Storm. Uh, she continues to be the best thing on television, period. End of story. I love that she is the women's world champion, right? She finally got her belt back. Everything should be going great for her life, but she still finds things to be absolutely distraught about. Uh, and the fact, just, just the fact that she was talking to Renee and not RJ city tonight. And she called him out. She called her out on it. It's like, what, where's the, where's the fellow that I normally talk to? Whatever. Then she's talking about how her hair's not done because some, her words, not mine. Blonde bimbo stole her her hairstylist. I'm assuming she was talking about Renee, judging by the look on Renee's face, who is masterful and helps sell these segments in and of herself with the her facial expressions on these things. And then she had no shoe to throw at Renee, so she had to steal Renee's shoe to throw it at her. Uh, this was all talking about Sky Blue, by the way, who had a nice rebuttal, but I don't really remember a whole lot about what Sky Blue said because she played the straight man to Tony Storm's funny man, and everything about Tony Storm just breeds entertainment on this. When I lost it, and Renee almost lost it, when she told Sky to walk backwards because the only thing nice people can nice that people can say about her is in regards to her backside, Iridian. Tony Storm is a treasure and must be protected at all costs. Another moment in the night when I also yelled, I could not believe that Miss Tony Storm was out here taking shots, taking <laughs> shots like this. And when she was talking about this blonde bimbo, I thought she was actually talking about Mariah May. Same. Kind of like also like making okay, a little. Okay, that's edge. fair. Maybe so, I misread something, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, I was like, okay, well, maybe, maybe that's why Mariah wasn't there too, because she was getting her hair done. So very interesting. I want to see how that's going to play out. But man, her and Sky, that's going to be good. The shots that were taken, and then Sky, I think, took it like a champ. She's like, you know what? Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't care because we're going to go back, go back to the 1940s, bring whatever you got. And I'm like, good for you, Sky. Good for you. I love and- that she called it a midlife crisis, even though Tony's like 26. <laughs> That was also good. A nice little dig at her age. Right? <laughs> like, you know, Tony's young. So that also did it, man. It was just so good. It was very good. That whole promo. I, okay. I feel like I can't do it justice unless I don't talk like, I'm so, I'm so busy. I'm so incredibly tired. I cannot. 
listen, Huckleberry, or whatever your name is, go away. When she was sounding so distraught, when she said, no one cares you're spooky now. Look, I can be spooky too. Boo. I was like, oh my God. I used Yo. to wear a hat. I used to wear a hat. You know, I, you wear that I can be cool too. It. It's like, also the midlife crisis thing, I thought was a meta joke and maybe I'm looking too much into it. In the 40s, what you were living to, you were like, 40 50 that's it you were dying yeah. that's it it's over you're having a midlife crisis because you're gonna pass away soon because you want to live in the past imagine living in the past i could not i think it's gonna be a good match too but i'm sorry sky blue i don't remember anything this young lady said i don't tony storm literally took renee's shoe with do it at renee ridiculous like, i remember like the last three things that she said because <laughs> it was basically tony storm's lines that she just yeah. reversed and said i'm gonna shove your shoe up your ass Sorry. Yeah, she said she's like she's like I've known all of the versions of uh, Tony Storm, so this one isn't going to be any different. But yeah, that last line, those memorable ones, because they're Tony's <laughs> lines. Yeah, it's really Tony being too flustered and and far too busy to do this interview. But it's like you call something. I, I oh, please, oh, I'm so tired. I can't. I I live for it, honestly. And I would. I also live for her asking for RJ, but. <laughs> RJ, uh, Mariah also loving RJ. Like, I'm here for that because RJ, I feel like, doesn't get enough TV. Mariah, Mariah acts like she really loves RJ. Uh, like, What's mm. not to like about RJ? Exactly. Just saying, no, I ain't, ain't, ain't hate. Respectfully. I don't know if he's married, but respectfully. 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 <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Awkward transition time. Uh, we got a um, super chat here from Smiley BWR. Thank you so much. Uh, I am playing catch up uh, as I was uh, Sean Ross's official videographer with his match here in Chicago. But I want to know why Sky gave the weirdos all the ammo tonight. I, I was trying to dance around it. Um, it's okay, Scott. It's just, Tony did it first. It was really Tony yeah. that really brought it out because if Tony hadn't mentioned anything, then it wouldn't have been addressed. I'm going to go ahead and also say every time we talk about like women's bodies and sexuality, all I can think of is Aaron Brockovich. They're called boobs, Ed. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> We've all got them. Like <laughs> girls look good. Guys look good. You, if people are going to be weird, whether you it's boobs, I mean, Ed, I don't know. If we're honest, I mean, it was really CJ Perry who set the tone for, uh, you know, for, for everything. Hot uh, and flexible. Yeah. Come on now. Come on. I watch Impact where there's HLA as your champions, okay? It's, <laughs> it's it, get over it. They gonna have, you got, y'all going to have to live. Enjoy the entertainment. Y'all going to have to live. Y'all going to have to live. Well, I love how, look, one of the things I respect about CJ Perry is she uh, is, is her confidence, and she knows exactly who she is and what uh -huh. she's got and she's got no problems flaunting it. And that's fine. I found it hilarious tonight though, that immediately when Miro shows up on screen tonight, she puts everything away. Like she's like, Nope, I'm going to close up the jacket. You know, we're, we're going to sit here. And I'm going to be respectful in front of my husband. <laughs> Everybody else can see, but not my husband. Now, I laughed he, he, he so damn like hard that, at that. He's going to kill all of us. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's one dude I don't want to fuck with. Uh, that is for sure. But there was that backstage segment uh, tonight. We'll, we'll kind of hop around here since I already brought it up. Uh, I love Miro coming in here, coming in hot. He wants a piece of Andrade. He's banging on the door as CJ Perry is getting interviewed backstage about Andrade's win tonight. And then CJ just kind of stops him again, respectfully, you know, covers up and says, hey, look, if you've got, if, you, if there's any love for me left here, you will not lay a hand on my client. 
And Miro says, all right, you know what? Fine. I'm going to let you do it. I'm going to let you go down this path that I, even though I know it's going to end badly, and I'm paraphrasing here because he didn't say all this, but this is the story that he's been telling over the last few weeks. I won't lay a hand on your client. But he also, in a kind of a throwaway line, brought up a good point, Iridium. Why the hell is he not in this Continental Classic tournament? Come on now. I'm telling you, okay, so I thought that there was going to be more people announced, not knowing how this tournament works and that everyone was going to have five matches each. I was like, where's Takeshita in the tournament? If you're going to have Daniel Garcia, where's Yuta in the tournament to complete Blackpool Combat Club? Like, I had so many questions. But, Rick, the way you were talking about that segment made it unromantic, okay? That whole segment was so romantic, so cute. I was like, oh my God, I was swooning over this, okay? You love toxic relationships already. Yeah, That's what is, I just learned. <laughs> this was so good. Miro came in here. He was ready to kick ass, right? And CJ was like, no, I need this. You have to stay away. This is for me. I have to do this. Like, if you love me. And then he was like touching her hair. Oh my God. I was living for it. I was living for it. <laughs> we, we have different definitions of the word romantic. It but was it was I love love. Okay, that was love. <laughs> That's that is your listen. You know I got a side thing. Knock it off. All right. <laughs> she did say she did say you chose your God over me. I would have done this for you, but you yep. said I'm gonna go and be a nun. Now go be a nun. Go be a nun. This is Sodom and Gomorrah over here. And now he now he's gonna go learn exactly. No exactly you would have been in the tournament he also said you know if i was in this tournament and you were by my side i'd rip the spine out of andrade which i caught i peeped that too i respect it but you're not and she is so maybe when you were making all these god promos you should have said hot and flexible wife instead of saying you cast her aside for him now now go pray go pray we, we sending over here baby go pray exactly we got a uh, humper chat from uh, Bizarro Big L, another one. We always appreciate that. Uh, he says, Ethan Page has been putting in work on Ring of Honor. Uh, the reason you forget Kenny Omega is from Canada is because everybody remembers North Carolina, uh, which is a <laughs> Michael Jordan joke. And uh, FTR has been targeted since the night of MJF versus Kenny Omega. And he says House of Black is a threat to everyone. Yes, uh, yes boy, with a super chat says, is MJF behind all these aces and eights attack? And that is a scenario that I brought up uh, earlier on in the show. It very well could be uh, MJF who is behind all this because, I mean, look, he's, he's not shying away from it. He is a he is the devil. He's got his devil worshipers, and uh, what, what's the other thing? Scumbag. Yes, he's a scumbag. He flat out tells us exactly who this man is. He just loves soaking up the adulation, so we'll, we'll he see. He did say the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was making you believe he didn't exist. And this is, this is, I, I am disillusioned with MJF. Moments I love him, but in times like this, it's like, listen, I know what's up. It's okay. I see you. <laughs> hey, look. You can't, I'll say this much. MJF would definitely pay off some people to throw the acclaim through a window. Okay. Yes. Like he would definitely do that. Definitely do that. I don't care what that man says on the microphone. Uh, Cresta, the, 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 tonight's episode brought to you by Meat. Uh, Shane Taylor challenging Keith Lee, uh, Ring of Honor final battle. Your thoughts as our Meat expert? I don't care what the hell they could be feuding about. They they could be feuding over something super serious, 
when he said, you're not going to look past me, Keith Lee, and Keith Lee just said, I accept, I was like, oh, he ain't giving us no SAT words. you about to beat the hell out of each other. I'm so excited. I am so excited. Oh, I <laughs> sometimes when I see these meat matches, I just think of that time. I think it was Big Show versus Braun Strowman and the whole ring broke. Oh I'm hoping God. for that to happen. I mean, every time I see a meat match, I want that to happen because that's certified meat. That is going to be a meaty, meaty, meaty match. I don't care what they beefing over. I'm sad. <laughs> you know what? I think unintended on beefing over, by the way. <laughs> AW might be saving that spot. I don't know what for, but I feel like there is going to be a ring collapse in the history of AW somewhere. I don't know. Uh, Otis versus Bronson Reed. It writes itself. Book it, you cowards. You cowards. Sorry. sorry I got excited. I got excited. Sorry. Get Otis on loan and make sure that happens right now. We did get an add-on match tonight. Vikingo defeating uh, Kip Sabian. Crystal, what? Or, or excuse me, Iridium, what did you what did you think about this one? I was pissed that Kip Sabian can't even buy a win in a match that was just thrown together at the last minute. I am so mad, but also this match was so good, right? I feel like Kip it Sabian was. is very underrated, very underutilized in the roster. Same thing with Penelope, mm-hmm. and I'm so glad that we got to see him tonight. But yeah, Vikingo gets a win all the time, right? I feel like Kip could have picked this one up, and it would have been fine. They both had a great showing. But man, Kip can't catch a break, honestly. Like, is Vikingo on the roster? Like, Kip Sabian can't even beat somebody who's not on the roster? I don't think he's Is Kip Sabian on the roster? Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) We out. We done. Sometimes there are some wrestlers. I truly respect them, and I think Kip Sabian is an amazing wrestler. But much like a character to hour, coming to the stage, a 10 tapping toes, Jabba to the stars, Kip Sabian. Sorry. I honestly forgot Penelope was still with the company until Iridian oh. just, just just dropped her name. Like, I in all see. seriousness, I'm like, oh, yeah, Penelope is still with the company. Yeah, sure. I was ready to cook me. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure to get your Super Chats in, your Humper Chats in. Still time to get to them as we get to tonight's main event. And Majestic Marie with a Super Chat uh, for Brian Danielson and Eddie Kingston. She says, hi, exclamation point. Uh, big Eddie K fan here. He has helped me with my depression, so I have a personal connection to him. I hope they give him a comeback story in this tournament because right now I am not happy. And that is the thing that is, I don't want to say is bothering me here, ladies, because first things first, this match, these two dudes did not hold back. They beat the holy hell out of one another. Shout out to Brian Danielson for wrestling with a compromised depth perception. All right. I couldn't, I could barely wrestle with two good eyes. This man's out here putting on bangers with a freaking eye patch, sometimes covering both damn eyes. Didn't yeah. matter. <laughs> but at the end of the day, he hits the Bazyko knee. He beats Eddie Kingston. Kind of a predictable finish. I thought maybe once they made the announcement that there was five minutes left, we might get somewhere. We're going to get a draw. I thought maybe this would be the draw here then since we didn't get it earlier in the night. Then two minutes later, Brian's hitting the Bazyko knee. He's getting the one, two, three. And now Eddie Kingston, this man who had that great moment where he beats Claudio Castagnoli, he wins his first World Heavyweight Championship, and now he is putting all of this shit on the line for this tournament. He's 0-2, and he's on the verge of of early eliminate. Like, that's how this man's going to lose his first world championship is an early round knockout and a round robin tournament. Like that's what we doing. That's so that's crazy. what we're doing. Iridian. Something is happening in ring of honor because Samoa Joe vacating the title sketch. 
All right. And now Eddie Kingston is putting his title up sketch. So what are we doing? What's happening over there? And Eddie Kingston talking about like, oh, there's no scrubs in this tournament. First of all, I love that Eddie Kingston has just used scrubs in his vocabulary <laughs> on a daily basis, right? I love Eddie Kingston. That man is so amazing. In this match, I wrote that he was like an oak tree. I take that to mean what you want it to mean, but that's what I wrote down. That's how I felt. So Danielson wrestling with one eye is just so impressive. I feel like everything that that man does is impressive. There has been something in my contact for the whole show, and it is bothering me. So I can only imagine that man literally wrestling with one eye the whole time. Amazing. Amazing. There was three chops that literally took me out. Yes. Uh, oh, my God. Eddie is just so strong. And the fact that he's <coughs> I'm like, are they closer to the mic? What is happening here? It was terrifying. It was terrifying. And the fact that this match didn't end in a draw is insane. Because when they announced the five minutes, I'm like, all right, is, it, that's this is it. They're going to take up all that time. And they ended it, like, within those two minutes. And then they just did three minutes of announcing stuff for next week. Well, including... Eddie Kingston versus Claudio Castagnoli. So the, the updated standings here, it's like, so in the blue league, right, we have Brody King, who has six points. Brian Danielson, who's wrestled one match, has three. Andrade, who's wrestled one match, has three. Claudio has three. And then here we go. We got Danny Garcia and Eddie Kingston with the two big goose eggs. And Eddie's wrestling Claudio next week, Cresta. Is there a comeback story here? Is he going to beat Claudio again? Or is Claudio just going to put, is it is it coffin nails at this point? I'm so sick of AEW's treatment of Eddie Kingston. The one person who don't know wrestling is a work. The one person who might actually beat you up. Y'all saw you gonna keep treating him. I'm so sick of this. I love Brian Danielson, an amazing wrestler. Honestly, he could have lost here. He could have lost here, or this should have went in the draw. I mean, he, I just like you said, Kip Sabian can't buy a win. That's how I feel about Eddie Kingston sometimes. He's so great. The fans love him. He he could literally spit on Tony tomorrow. People are like, yeah, hey, Tony deserves it. We like Eddie Kingston. You know, like Eddie Kingston is so over. I have to talk about that first chop because Brian Danielson chopped Eddie Kingston. And Eddie Kingston looked at him like, don't hit me like a child and then slap the soul out of this man. <laughs> it was the we, most. We actually got a super chat from Yes Boy that said anybody else gasp while seeing those chops. Uh, I yeah. did. It, that was such a New York chop because the way he slapped out, the way he slapped him and looked at him like fuck out of here, slap somebody else like that. Like yo, that was such a New York yeah. thing, <laughs> bro. I. I want the world for Eddie Kingston. I I want Eddie Kingston to take it off for of MJF. I want him to be triple crown everything. But I'm tired of y'all making him. If, if Eddie Kingston really set this place on fire, I I don't see nothing. I'm blind. I'm Ray Charles. I'm, I'm tired of this. I'm tired. I mean, of they this. even went out of their way in this graphic to to put Eddie Kingston at the bottom of it. Like uh, I'm so sick of them. I am so sick of them. Disrespect. This is, this is the man. This is the man who was the champ. He put on both two out of the three titles they're winning this some bitch are his right now currently. I hate currently. this. I he feel like he should be Claudio. He, he should be Claudio. He's putting his own currency up to not win this tournament. I hate this game and I want to turn it off. I want to go back to a different save file. Like I hate this game. <sighs> yeah, this is gonna be interesting. Like I would love to see. I would love to see Eddie pull off some kind of a comeback story where, like, he he gets a draw, and then maybe he wins, and because he's got that draw, maybe he and Claudio draw, right? And that gives him one, and then he's able to beat, sorry, Daniel Garcia, and he gets the four points, and he's able to, to sneak in and avoid elimination, and then he's able to get, like, a, a roll-up victory on somebody, like a swerve 
Jay, Jay White type of situation. And he's able to work his way back at least into the semifinals. Like, this is the man who was the, again, two of the titles. And right now he is staring down, not even being a significant player in this tournament. That's not how Eddie should lose his belt. Rick, I'm not even taking further than that. Why are we making your champion look like a jabroni, bro? Why isn't he not dominating? Like, I love Eddie Kingston, but I feel like Eddie Kingston is way more than a comeback story. Whenever we talk about Eddie Kingston doing something, it's always in the underdog spot. He literally slapped this man's chest hot pink, hot pink, like, there's no, I, I don't understand it. Like, what, am I missing something? Like, do we, do, do, does the universe not fuck with Eddie Kingston? Like, cause I, I hate this for him. I hate like, that again. We always talk be, about it like this. He doesn't need to be dominant, right? Like he's never, he's not that guy. He's a brawler. He's a fighter. He'll slap the shit out of you. Right. Like we've seen it. So, but you know, he coming into this, he, he is the champion he sh- he shouldn't have lost in the first round, but like yeah, I agree, Dad, because the moment he put up those titles, I'm like, oh man, that's I'm so sorry, Eddie. I'm like, you're not, you're not leaving with those. Like he's not going to be the champ. And I really think in this tournament, it might be Jay White or Brian Danielson because you know maybe Danielson wants to go to Japan for a little bit. Like Jay White said, he wasn't going to go back, but now with this, with the championship title, maybe he can. Like I don't see. Eddie keeping these titles. And well, I why just, Eddie had to put up his title? Why he got to get dragged into this? I don't know. I don't know. I still don't understand. Like what? Like, like there was all. There's already a title belt on the line. Like why add yours? Yo, why, why do we need another up? championship? Put the Owen Hart Cup tournament qualifier championship. <laughs> here, that- here, here, here's my <laughs> other question. Are we combining all three of these into one, or is it just like there's going to be three of them, and now you got to defend all three of them? Do we know? How can you do that when there are three titles from three different promotions? I feel like we've we've seen the new belt, right? Like that's we've seen it, right? Yeah. So I think we've seen this the sack that it's in. Yeah. Well, then it might just be three separate titles. I can't do that. I can't do three titles. That's I can't count past two. Well, three is the next one after two, so I'll help you out with that. Thanks. <laughs> I may be bad at math, but I can do that one. But I have a feeling AEW has more than one, two, three of them. <laughs> they got like 80 belts. Why he had to put up one of his belts? Put up somebody. Are we really them. about to have four men's singles titles in AEW? And only one women's match a show? I'm sorry. That came from the heart. I'm sorry. My apologies. My apologies. <laughs> Okay, but also, can we talk about how that was the biggest psych out of the night? Like, I really thought we were going to get two women's matches. And I was like, oh, JK, it was just me being hopeful. Rude. I would like to talk, Tony. I just want to talk. <laughs> I just want to talk. I just want to talk. I just want to talk. I'll give you my phone number. I just want to talk. <laughs> Ma- Mama told me if I don't have anything nice to say, I shouldn't say anything. At all. Rick just want to talk, too. We just want to talk. Come outside. <laughs> I get to your big black and jack let, let, let's end this on a happy note uh, a super chat from a Justin Garee says Cresta is my best friend now uh, you're my best friend you're my best friend my proxy <laughs> my proxy now the Eddie Kingston you're my best friend you're my best friend <laughs> Iridium what you got going on this week where can people find you Oh, you can head over to Rest Friends on YouTube. That's W-R-E-S-T Friends. And you can find my interview with Britt Baker, where she told me she wasn't the devil, but she might be throwing me off. Lying through her teeth. Her perfect dentist teeth. 
she's got something to do there, right? I also interviewed um, Mike and Maria Canales Bennett, and they were also fantastic. They talked to me about the Roddy storyline and Adam, and it was just so good. And make sure that you follow me on Instagram and Twitter and Twitter. X. Yes, X. literally X. everywhere um, at Iridian underscore Fiero. Cresta. I don't interview people yet. I'm not as cool as these two awesome people, but soon. But you can find me every Mondays and Wednesdays over on TikTok and Twitch at uh, Cresta Star. We watch wrestling together. We yuck yuck together. Every Thursdays and Fridays, I Thursdays and Saturdays, sorry, I am here on Fightful. Thursday, I go over Impact with Joel Pearl. Saturday, I am here with either two women power trip already. Oridian, or we're all three of us together. Sometimes Sean's our sap is here. I'm here with Rick too, you know? Why is so, he not uh, here tonight? Oh, because he, he got beat up. He got beat up. That's why Sean isn't here. Listen, he signs the checks. So he got put through the hardwood tonight. That is for damn sure. <laughs> but if that was a lot, uh, Cresta D Star on X, Twitter, Elon Musk's uh, personal play space. My link tree's in my bio. Uh, Rick, and I think there's a humper chat. Too. One more, yeah. Up, oh, up. Oh. Thank you. Somebody somebody up on my ass tonight. Uh, Bizarro Big L saying uh, Ar- Iridian's on them telenovelas too much. <laughs> Called out. Uh, pretty Boy Killer meet down, beat down for final battle. Uh, that is going to slap. And Penelope may be physically okay, but her and Kip uh, had a tough oh, miscarriage. I, uh, Ooh, so I hope she is uh, mentally doing better uh, and she needs time to heal. Uh, man, I tried to end this on a positive note. Go back, to friend, go back to the Cresta. Yeah, Cresta, you're, you're uh, Maria's best friend. Yeah, there we go. Play the Bluetooth ad. <laughs> Do something. Sean went through hardwood. That's that. That's, that's Where can they find you? Yes, at, at Rick Uchino, as it's spelled right there on the screen, whether it's Instagram, X. Uh, I think I'm on thread still, although I haven't put up a thread in a while uh i haven't interviewed anybody in a while for professional wrestling although i did talk to a couple members of the cincinnati reds if you like baseball uh for sports illustrated you can find all my work one-stop shop on twitter whether it's for si whether it's for sb nation cage uh or local radio uh in cincinnati 700 wlw which is where i'm going to be next saturday night so it's going to be two women power trip uh next saturday night and then i'll be back i think i'm going to be back for the rest of the year after that so let's go Let's go. Let's go. Regardless, somebody's going to be here. If there's AEW collision and there ain't another pay-per-view going on, we're going to be here on a Saturday night here on the FIFO YouTube channel. Make sure to give us a thumbs up. Make sure to subscribe. Do we have any more Super or Humper Chats? We do not. We are out. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, everybody. Take care. Bye. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. 
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.